Hello, people, and thank you for joining me and my friends on the Game Files podcast. My name is Matthew, and I will be hosting discussions on all things dice throwing, button mashing, page turning, and screen viewing from the past, present, and future of those things that occupy our spare time. And welcome back to the show. I am Matthew, and today we have a great we have a great show. Uh, but before we get started, let's introduce our fellow hosts. We've got the ever-present Radis. Hello, good to be here. We've got returning uh, Bewitched. Hello, hello. And another returning guest, Abby. Hey, everyone. So today is kind of uh, uh, something we've we've already talked about this for about the last ten minutes, and I'm like, we need to get started. Um, so basically, we are going to talk about superpowers. Um, very relevant today. Uh, about every other movie has something to do with somebody and some powers. Every show coming out on every uh, uh, streaming service as as powers and you know it's either powers or police that's what it always seems to be these days or some other weird nonsense but anyways uh so we are going to go ahead and get started with powers and um i'm going to just jump right into this and get started so uh what superpower or powers uh would you have or would you like to have and for what purpose so we're going to start with probably one of the most nefarious uh, members of this podcast, Radis. Go ahead, Beth. Nefarious. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Beth? Nefarious, wow. Yeah, yeah, bewitch. Um, I don't know. So there are so many powers out there to pick from, and the average person's always like flight or telekinesis. Um, I don't know if you if this is going to fall your nefarious, but you're probably going to say it is. But the two that I would probably definitely want... First one's wormhole creation, which is pretty much just boom tubing from DC. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's teleportation, but with none of the downfalls, and I can take multiple people with me fairly easy. And also doing a little research on it, uh, apparently DC, the boom tubes can go any place or time if you have enough control over ah, it. Ah, got it. So, so again, like I said, that, that would be the other one. And then, of course, just because of my personality, it would be the cosmic manipulation give me the silver surfers powers so 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 basically radius uh wants to have the ability you said nefarious well i it didn't be anywhere to go be anywhere nefarious. do anything I just, yeah i figured nefarious. yours were gonna be nefarious Necromancy. Yeah. they don't they don't have to be nefarious guys i'm just saying yeah. they i know that no. radius is gonna uh, be nefarious <laughs> no i'm excited neither one of those i would use too often for <laughs> selfish gains uh-huh um, you I have you have heard for my commute. Um. You, you know what's funny about this? And I, I mean, <laughs> we'll go on a, a, a hair of a tangent. So when I put my daughter to bed tonight, um, occasionally we'll watch these videos, and it's uh, this YouTube channel called What If, and it was uh, it had to do with time travel. And so they talked about the butterfly effect, and uh, I could definitely see Radis going back and like, eh, I'm just gonna go back and you know, keep this guy from doing this thing. And then he's going to come back to the future and we're all Nazis. So (laughs) that's, that's the thing though. I wouldn't because I'm smart enough to understand that effect. Uh huh. You think so, you're you smart think enough they, to understand that, and then something. Yeah, happens. You just, you, you're going to step going backwards. You're going to, and then you, you're, you're not going step, backwards that far, at least. You're, and you're, then you <laughs> think you're smart enough to correct it without screwing up stuff. Oh yeah, no, no. We, we've no, all no, seen no, that. No. We've all seen that Simpsons episode. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going back. That if I had t- no time, tra- time travel is one I would definitely not want. Um, because again, that would be That's too funny. much of a temptation for anything. But even with a boob tube, it would only be 
days or hours uh-huh. going back. That's what everybody just says. Just enough to where be able to not. Oh yeah, I have no no uh, desire or thought process that going back and killing a Hitler is going to make the world a better place <laughs> um, or anything along that line. I'd probably try I know it. the cause and effect. <laughs> I'd and probably I try don't, it. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I also Let's don't see. accept the um, <laughs> Avengers in-game time travel theory whenever Hulk is getting the time stone and the master talks about you know this is my timeline if you go back and change this it shoots off to a different timeline and destroys no multiverse of madness I'm just Um, saying if he wanted to go back in time to kill Hitler he did serve in World War 1 I think that would be a good time to kill him just like oh no stray bullet (laughs) it's a war so so, It's a war. We'll, we'll talk about time travel on another podcast. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because no, 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 that could, yeah. Um, those would be my two big ones. Uh, <laughs> those are two big ones. Those are the biggest but, ones. But, yeah, but you know, if you're going like, okay, let's just, you know, if you're a little bit more realistic and not, you know, all during all of reality with famous. your powers, um, without the negatives, I think super speed would probably be a, a nice one to just. That'd be sweet. You know, one that's not a all all reality altering. Of course, my personality is if I had powers, I want all alter reality. Which is why chaos magic would also be very tempting. He just wants to be a god. So... Uh, no, I just want to be able to stop anyone else from being able to be a god. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, 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 Bewitched, let's put you on the spot here. Uh, what okay, superpowers so- would you want? She's like, well, uh, I was going to be this and this, but now I want to be... Yeah. <laughs> no, so, so I think mine have all, has kind of always been the same. And my 14-year-old told me that I'm basic and I don't even care. So the powers I would like are teleportation, which, you know, Ray just totally just crapped on. I don't even care. No. I, I, I want teleportation and telekinesis. Telekinesis is like, I've always found to be one of the most useful superpowers. You can use it, you know, in, in pretty much any way imaginable. Um, and I would use it to be lazy, I think. Um, <laughs> just, just be completely honest. Yeah. I need a glass of water I, from the other room. It, it, exactly. It, it, like, it, I really don't want to get up to feed this cat right now. Let me just, you know, here, here's your yep. food in your bowl. Yeah, it was, so, you yeah. realize that's why people created the remote control. So now if you could just do that with your mind, it's like, yep. All right, but what if, you, what if you... You know, left the remote control over by the wrong chair, and you had to get up to go get the remote control. Oh, that annoys me. Just because, <laughs> just because I have superpowers doesn't necessarily mean that I'm a superhero. Oh, that, I didn't say that. No, nope. I can I can use it to be just an ordinary person, and I'm okay with that. Well, well, and and this is what would happen, like, like. Uh, uh, Bewitch would like call me and say, "Hey, uh, you know, I just developed this uh, weird power. It's telekinesis." And then, like, you know, we'll say five years later, you know, calls me again and is like, "Hey, um, so I'm 600 pounds." And right to say, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to walk uh, anywhere now. Now you're floating everywhere. And I can't quite use the the telekinesis enough to clean all of my folds. So, can you help get this worked out? <laughs> Ooh, and the face that was made oh, in the video awesome. chat. <laughs> no, I like it. That's great. Wow. Well, so, I'm just, ugh. you know, um, 
So, <laughs> so Abby, what would your power and or powers be? Uh, shape-shifting. Yes. And I'm talking like Loki, Norse god level shape-shifting mm. here. Um, not, not mystique, I could just turn into people. I mean, animals and, and mass difference. Because in, as I wiggle this in front of the... Because <laughs> uh, in Norse mythology, Loki shapeshifted into a fly. So take a regular size adult male into a fly. That's some pretty impressive shapeshifting in terms yep. of yeah. size. So yeah, um, that'd be yeah. That that's not would never be used in a nefarious way. I can tell you oh. that. <laughs> yeah, as she's basing her power off of a Loki ability, Robbing, never nefarious. <laughs> never nefarious. <laughs> like I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna rob a bank. Um, I could either go in pretending to be somebody else, or I can be the bank vault. They just put the money in me. <laughs> Whatever. Can but Uh-oh. I'm trying to think if, if a, at least according to Norse mythology, because um, I'm not sure if it's like you know comic book Loki, but. Has Loki ever shapeshifted into something that was like a non? I don't. I don't know. I don't think he's. Like, yeah, I don't think he's ever yeah, done an, an inanimate like an object. object. But but, yeah. but I'm just saying. Yeah. You said like everything. I'm like, all right. Like, could be a sentient bank vault. I don't know. <laughs> just saying. It's weird. No. It's okay. It's very weird. So anyway. Um, <laughs> Do you have any others so that you would like? Um, You're like, and immortality. Oh, okay. So you want to be Loki. Got it. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> immortality. That's like the double-edged sword. Um, yeah. Yep. No, I just, I remember when, um, you know, Doctor Strange came out. I was like, I want to go to the Caritage School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. <laughs> so, um, magic, like, yeah, Doctor Strange or Scarlet Witch, just, you know. Wiggle your fingers and stuff happens. That would be pretty, pretty fantastic. That would be pretty sweet. Yep. Yeah. So for me, I would like the two superpowers I would like is, um, I don't know how to explain it, but it ba- we'll, we'll call it, you see, I don't necessarily want to know everything, but I would love to have the ability to know all of something. As in, if I choose like choose a topic like um, astrophysics, I would have the ability to be able to access that. Kind of like you could say, almost like a, a an encyclopedia, but on like, like on more of the creative side of it. But, yeah, I was gonna say like the Matrix, yeah, sure. But, but I know how to. But to go with yeah. that, it it would be it would you would know everything like all the intricacies. So, but so like let's say uh, I decide I want to cure cancer. Or I want to find the cure for cancer. I would know everything about this, 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 all the chemicals, how they react together, different things, different therapies, bubble, you know, that, that would be my choice. But then I, the other superpower I would want is to be able to forget it. Because I feel like if you had that ability, eventually you'd overload your mind. So you'd almost have to have an ability to be able to just stop it. Because otherwise I think you would go insane. So... I'd be able to problem solve pretty much everything. I'd be able to create your wormholes, Radis. Here you go, man. You want wormholes? Boop, 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 boop. Here you go. I got it for you. You know, hey, you want to be able to shape shift? Eh, here's some genetic manipulation, some different things. Here you go, Abby. You know, you want to have telekinesis? Let me do a little surgery on your brain. Okay, cool. You're good to go. You know, bewitched. I'd be able to give you all your powers and take them away. 
and he called me nefarious. Hey, yeah. you know, I'm just saying, but that's, that's kind of, that's kind of what we're, what I would be. I mean, there's other things like I've talked about in the past, like perfect, I called it perfect immortality, but then the downfall to that, like perfect immortality, right? You live forever. Uh, it, you don't age. So, cause there's that aspect to it and those kinds of things. But like, what if the sun explodes and you're just floating in space forever, or you're just in yeah. the sun or, yeah. you know, continually burning or, you know, but not yep. dying. Yeah. No, that's, somehow traps you under the ocean. Yeah. That would be torture. Yeah. That'd be torture. Yeah. yeah. The worst it's, torture. Uh, called eternal, not immortal, but yeah, same. Well, whatever you get, you kind of yeah. get right. Yeah. No, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's like. Abby said, is that double-edged sword? Yeah. Yes, you you know, you live forever, you can't die, you never age and all of that, but you watch everything else crumble around you, and I think that would lead to a, a, a serious mental deficiency at some point. Well, at some so. at some point I would turn into your your Vandal Savage, where it's like, okay, it's time to take over the world or destroy it, or you know, whatever. Just figure figure things out. How do I how do I figure out a way to actually end my life? Like that would be my it, my goal at a certain I don't know. Point. I don't I don't know if you would go that or if you would be Thanos in his garden. Oh, I mean that's probably keep me away from everything. Yeah. Just keep me away from everything. If I don't have to watch everything and everyone around me die, at least I won't go insane. Yeah. So But but then if I had the perfect intelligence, I'd be like, you know, I really miss this person. I'm just gonna pull him into my reality. Roop. Because I'd be able to figure out a way to do it. That's the whole point. You're all looking at me like a weirdo. <laughs> it's okay. So um, that's just where we look at you. That's fine. I I probably am that. So uh, so next question. You know we're, we've kind of you know I've talked about being nefarious and different things. So let's be honest. If you had those powers or any kind of power that would be considered super, would that corrupt you, Radis? Um, I don't know if it would corrupt me because that would mean changing who I am. I think I would be very selfish with it. Yes. So corrupt. I don't know if it would corrupt me. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't corrupt the corrupted. You know. <laughs> once you're once you're a Sith, giving you more Sith powers doesn't make you more Sithy. <laughs> so more Sithy. Yeah. You're looking a little so, Sithy there. Your your eyes are just a little yeah. bit um, more yellow and. <laughs> I. I don't know. I honestly probably yeah. I <laughs> yes. I have to to I am. Um now I'm not I don't think it would turn me into the, you know, apocalypse or Thanos where I want to kill and destroy everything. But boy, my life would be a whole lot better than it is right now. So, sure it would. One way or another. <laughs> you just wait till the government gets their hands on you. And- Ah, yeah, but if I've got the right set of powers, that government doesn't really bother me. Then, then he goes back in time and makes the government not exist. The oh. shots never fired. No, we're still no, part that's, of the. That's, that's still part of Britain. See, that's no fun. That's no fun. You can go live on the moon, just like Doctor Manhattan. Hmm, I'd kind of like that. I don't know why. You have all those stupid Russian and Americans on the dark side having to bug you all the time, you know, on the U.S. base that's up there. Yeah. Whoa, that's another podcast for another day. So, Bewitched, how corrupted would so you I, be? Because we're already establishing that this is going to happen. So, I've, I've, I I feel like Bradis kind of touched on it, where you really don't, you're, I don't feel like I would really change who I am. 
and I kind of joked earlier, okay, it's going to make me lazy. It's going to make me, you know, people won't bother me. Like, that's one thing where it's like, I, I will be able to take care of people. And I feel like maybe at the beginning, I might let it get out of hand. But I'm one of those people where I, I'm very aware of my actions um, and how they affect other people. And I feel like I would probably catch it very quickly and leave myself back to the right path. That's the way I kind of see myself where I, I would get corrupted and then I would try to fix it. Hmm. But would it, but, but would it be too late? I really hope not. <laughs> I like to think well, of also, myself as a good person. Well, are you telekinesis and teleportation? It's not like she's really killing hundreds of thousands of people with that. She could, you know, annoy the people in her immediate vicinity, make them mad. So I think that would be easier to come back I mean, from. It, yeah, it depends. Like. Is your yeah. Can you use well, again, your telekinesis yeah, talking, to you know, cut people Phoenix in half? Force? Watch Matt's face <laughs> scrunch <laughs> style te telekinesis. Yeah. Um, hey, I like yeah, could Jean Grey's awesome. Planet, but... The Phoenix, awful. Just saying. Well, Jean Grey's telekinesis could only annoy immediate vicinity. Phoenix is the one that could destroy the entire planet. Mm-hmm. Or galaxy, or reality. Whatever. Yeah, so. reality. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So Loki, I mean Abby, um, how corrupted would you get? Um, see, when you when you address me like that, <laughs> then I'm like, <laughs> um, no, I think um, I think I'm a pretty even keeled person, so I don't. I want to believe that it will not corrupt me. I would have fun with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Again, once you're already a Sith, giving you just some more Sith powers, you but can't be much more Sithy. <laughs> on the flip side, I think I would probably become extremely paranoid because what happens when, like, government officials or whatever get wind of this, like, you are essentially, like, a demigod? Are they gonna try to capture you and figure out what makes you work? Are they just gonna destroy you because you're a threat? So... Um, you know, having having abilities would actually be probably kind of scary um, in terms of living in fear of being found out, too. And, you know, just even thinking about the people closest to you, do you, f you know, you don't know. Would, th would they accept you? Would they shun you? Um, you know, based on your abilities? Because there can be people... Whatever their feelings may be, they can be complete, you know, maybe they're really religious and they feel like, you know, what you can do is is evil, you know. On the flip side, too, maybe they think, you know, what you can do is divine. So. Yeah, could be. Yeah, no, I, I see kind of a lot of, I guess, keeping to yourself, keeping your abilities to yourself for just, um, you know. I'm sure we can come up with a really long list of repercussions. Of sure, of what could happen. What could happen yeah. with abilities. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I agree with that totally. Like, yeah, especially if it's not common, right? Like, if you're the only one that, or, you know, arguably the only person that has said ability, you know, and yeah. it's right. not. Or you know, just ability, you know. Mm -hmm. Three people in the entire state of Illinois can do something supernatural, and you're one of those three. Yeah. 
state government, local government, federal government, neighbors, just, just everything people, is going to change. People online. Yeah. If For, someone foreign catch, powers would come find you and kidnap you. And, I mean, some, <laughs> yep. some guy believed a conspiracy that, you know, sort of like the QAnon thing, that there's this cabal of, you know, child sex predators running a ring and couple years ago somebody said they're being run out of a pizza joint in new jersey or someplace on the east coast and the dude like grabbed his guns hopped in his car and drove a few hours to check it out you know what's gonna make like just you know some regular person be like i'm fearful of you know to just show up on your yeah, front door that's or true find you, you yep, know yep I, I, so. do, I do want to make an, a note, though, that out of everybody here, I'm the only ones that said anything that would actually be good. I said, you know, I could cure cancer. <laughs> You're all like, I could do this. I could do that. I could do this. I'm like, I didn't tell I you what I was going to do with my powers. <laughs> well, they're nefarious no matter what because it's you. So, like, you I mean, it's over. We already know. Like, I'm going to use it to help humanity and rule over them with an iron fist. Uh, look, look. If I cure cancer and all diseases, right – I make it so that people live longer and like all this stuff. I'll have more subjects to rule. Right? I'm like, doesn't the earth already kind of have like an overcrowding problem now? Yeah. So you're just creating more overpopulation. But I could probably, I could science my way out of that too. And that brings up the whole Thanos thing again too. So you're going to have all these people who are super healthy. There's no, oh, diseases that are killing everybody and people are just procreating like crazy because they're happy and and now you have to feed all of them and house all of them and it's nope. just it's just gonna be chaos so, but then i would be i, I would science i could science my way out of it i'd science my way out of it the four of us here the most nefarious is matthew because eventually he's just gonna have to kill off billions <laughs> upon trillions of people <laughs> Because in order Life, to solve life a problem, ethics, you're probably going to create another one as a result. Yep, this is correct. You know, not intentionally, but see, it's like, oh, people are living longer. You see, but then I'll science my oh, way out of that too. Now we have supply issues, and now we have housing issues, and now we have yep. this. All right, Mister Sinister. See, see, then, yeah. then I'll have to then I'll have to focus all of my energy into time travel to go back so in time. Now I, so now what I'm hearing <laughs> is that your superpower is actually just how to cause more problems yes okay <laughs> yes and then and, and then all of you and then all of you would have to band <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. then all of you would have to band together to defeat me but be you're giving me my two but, powers but be which is stuck in a, stuck on a couch <laughs> be which is stuck on a couch Loki over here is like hiding from everybody and Radis is going on grand adventures throughout the entire universe. (laughs) I know how I will kill you. I'm going to flip this over to, I thought this was a really good shape-shifting kill. Uh, Uh True Blood, I forgot if it was season three or season four, um, the character Sam, he was a shifter and he can turn into like any animal he had to touch it. Mm-hmm. And oh, there was some crazy that. person. He <laughs> shape shifted into a fly, flew into their mouth, and then reverted back to full size human and exploded them. The ant, yeah, the Ant Man, yeah, debate. yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's it was it was hysterical to see on TV. It's horrifying if you think about it. In uh, yeah, there there was um there was an issue of X Factor. 
and it was in um oh, I can't remember was it the Fatal Attraction storyline. Uh, but multiple man, right? So he can make copies of himself. Every time he got hit, a copy of himself would be made. Uh, you know, multiple man. Well, what ended up happening is uh, one of the, I think it was an acolyte, uh, was some kind of, I don't know what he was. He was he like a, some kind of reptile looking thing and bit his arm. And he created the duplicate inside of the, the yeah, the, the other guy and, and blew him up. So then there's, there's multiple man that just has a chewed up arm. And then there's multiple man that has blood all over him with like a bloody ridge ca- rib cage yes. sitting next to him. Yeah. So because yeah. I exploded a human from the inside yeah, out, I came from into the existence. inside out by existing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, I'm more about what we were talking about earlier with the, the gun that just decomposes you and calls it a day. Oof. I'm not, I'm not, I'm talking more on the molecular level. Like you, you don't yeah. turn into goop. You turn into nothing. Like you just, your atoms scatter. You, you disintegrate. Chernobyl. <laughs> Did, like what happened to the firefighters at Chernobyl? Well, the, oh, it, took, it took a lot boy. longer for them, but unfortunately, yeah. that's an unfortunate event for sure. And I yes. know way too much about it because of college. Uh, I did I did like three reports on it. I know a lot about Chernobyl. It's it's weird. So, yeah. so you know, kind of taking a little bit of a turn um, on this it's one. It's getting really dark. It's getting dark. Well, I mean, no. so let's get on a happier, let's get on a happier note. Okay. So what would be in your opinion, like the best, and, and I, and I know me and Abby might agree on this cause we were talking about this earlier, but the, the best, uh, uh, depiction of a power shown in cinema that could be, uh, movies, TV shows. I mean, it could be a YouTube channel for all I, or, you know, something like that. But what is like, the, what are the best depictions of superpowers? So right, I'm going to start with Raiders. A clarifying question. Yeah, go ahead. A clarifying question on this. When you say superpowers, are we sticking this to the Marvel style superpowers nope. or any kind of supernatural ability? Mm-hmm. You know, let's just open it up. I mean, because uh, if, if it's a power, it's a power. Hmm. Well gonna throw this in here and this may you know get me laughed at but i still think the vader scene from rogue one is the best depiction of a true sith lord finally using his abilities in combat it's pretty good picking guys up flicking around holding one guy throwing his lightsaber killing another one just you know full-blown i'm tired of your crap (laughs) so i think that was probably one of the better ones um outside of that i think probably I think they did a really good job with Thor in pretty much all of his uh, appearances in all the Marvel movies. The lightning control, the flight, the, the the hammer. I think Chris Hemsworth has just done a fantastic job to bring that character from, in my opinion, and I've stated this before, a lackluster Marvel character. Thor, uh, mythology, I love the character. Didn't really ever think the Marvel stuff was that great with him, but I just think they did such a great job with him on screen. Even to the point where, like, his uh, when Odin's like, "Did I make you the the uh, god of hammers?" and he finally embraces the god of thunder and is using the lightning and is jumping around, the lightning coming out of his eyeballs. I just think they did a fantastic job on that. It, it does help that the soundtrack for that was amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, Ragnarok's that whole movie was amazing. That's fantastic. Yes, yes. Yeah, that is that is. But I mean, because honestly, I, the first two Thor movies they were okay. 
you know, yeah. I, I never not, I watched them once, but but the first I'll tell Thor you, movie I fell in love over a long weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty I much. Crash, I crash landed on a planet Friday night. Had a girlfriend by Sunday afternoon. Pretty much, yeah. pretty much. And defeated a, a villain that was designed to destroy entire planets within moments, but yet couldn't defeat a little Nebraska town. <laughs> hey, they're they're hardy so, there in Nebraska. A lot, yeah, of, love, lot of love to our Nebraska Pres- listeners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and we probably wasn't Nebraska. It's probably like Oklahoma or something. And we don't talk about Thor the Dark World. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so who wants to go next? I'll go next. Okay, what do you got? So I, I kind of have two, and, and it might not be what most people kind of think of, but the most recent one that I just – it kind of just blew me away. So – I don't know if everybody's seen seen WandaVision. Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay, I don't want to give too many spoilers in case anybody out there hasn't seen it. But as the series goes on, you just see Wanda's, like, just the sheer vastness of her powers and kind of the ease and how she does it where, you know, she's doing it and she she can be carrying on a conversation and she's doing something, you know, half a mile away you you don't even realize it and it's just it's just it was mind blowing it was it was amazing i love that whole idea other one just kind of popped in my head a little while ago and i don't know why cuz we weren't really talking about it um i totally just blanked on his um on his name from guardians of the galaxy with the arrow rex oh yeah do Yandu, thank you. I was yeah. totally blanked on that name. There's one scene where, you know, he finally got his fin back and he's like, Okay, all these guys just, you know, were traitors and had me locked up and whatever. So he just goes through and that arrow's just flying and he's just got everybody everybody's gone, people dropping like flies, and that was yep. an amazing scene. As he's casually walking to the bridge. Yep, just yep. walking through. But didn't you realize that it wasn't it wasn't the fin fin? It was always right here. It's coming from right the heart. Here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was from the heart. Okay, I know he needed. And it. his heart was pissed. Was yeah. pissed. <laughs> yep. It's very true. Very true. All right. You wanna go you wanna go on this one, Abby? Okay, let's let's open up let's this. Do it. So mental powers would be I, I'm trying to think if we've seen good use some mental powers in like the X-Men franchise, cause a lot of those characters have. Well, and, yeah. So, like, in, in the movies yeah, where I think it has really, really shined was the Legion TV show on FX. Yes. Um, where you had characters with um, like psychic and mental abilities and how they chose to show that was far out and fun the big mental the big psychic battle at the um end of season two and don't go into too much detail i'm not gonna go into too much spoilers (laughs) but there is a big like psychic power showdown at the end of season two that is like probably my favorite scene and 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 i'm gonna keep talking i'm gonna keep talking about music because they were playing behind blue eyes, blue eyes, and it was—I actually downloaded that 
uh, oh, on yeah. iTunes. Like as soon as I saw that, I'm like, that has to exist. If and you I, want, yes, if you want a good soundtrack, um, it's always blue. The yeah. the music from Legion. Yes, it's excellent. Fantastic. They had a really cool cover of White Room. My sadness is it was short. They didn't do the entire song. But yeah, Behind Blue Eyes. And the actor, uh, like Dan Stevens. He actually sang that. He sang it. And then they had, I forget the gentleman's name, who played played, Farouk. uh, Yeah, Farouk. Um, And he like talks in Farsi, too. Yes. Which is like a pretty, I I don't want to say unknown language, but it's kind of like the native language to... um, like Iraq, I believe, um, besides Arabic. So, um, yes. yeah, overall, that entire series, um, you know, it does get kind of wacky and far out and kind of, you know, a little it's mental. Weird. It's weird. But it, it's so well done. Even They even handle time travel in it uh, during the, I think it had three seasons. Yeah. So... The final season, uh, they handle a character that has a time traveling ability. It was a really unique and interesting way. Yeah, um, and and everybody's powers in that show were. It was. I mean, th- there were some classical like, you know, I have telekinesis. Like, I think there was one guy who had something like that. Um, and uh, what what else was there? There was the telekinesis guy. There was the. Um, the girlfriend who, at first I'm like, is that supposed to be Rogue? Oh no, it's not Rogue. She literally switched would like switch bodies with somebody. It was so yeah. everything just everything was bizarre. How they portrayed and, it was excellent. The yeah the um the astral plane yeah that was my I I didn't think they could ever do it justice, and in that show they did it justice. It was everything was great. So watch and that even show. the character of like Oliver Bird was stuck. I mean, like physically, it was like, and he was he was in a coma, but yeah. he was like on the astral plane, and he kind of like secured. He he had like a little safe spot. An that ice he, cube. It was an ice cube. He had like a room in an ice cube that yeah. he secured himself. But yeah, then there was kind of a whole. Um, in season three, they kind of did an episode with the the astral pl- plane there so just i mean there there was another big psychic va- battle and they filmed it. it was like a, it was a dance-off yeah it was awesome <laughs> it was like a dance-off <laughs> and i was like that is so cool to show um yeah where it would just be two people in a room basically staring at each other but then they're having this great grandiose battle or even a rap battle there was a rap battle. there was a rap battle there, there was, was a rap battle on I, the astral plane <laughs> it was so awesome so, so awesome. um, yeah. So if you haven't seen Legion, uh, it's available for streaming on Hulu, and it's just fantastic. You could just go for hours on just the the hidden meaning in there, the the set design, the music is fantastic. It's yeah, and I would recommend with that one. I would recommend uh, not watching more than one or two episodes at a time. I, yeah, I would because you'll like, get like sit down and binge it because gonna hurt your brain a little bit <laughs> trying to go trying to reconcile all what's what's happening yeah for sure but, um yeah yeah so, so now i know what my next bit my, what my next uh series is thanks i've never yeah. seen it oh no it, and it's yeah it's great so mm-hmm. i look i look forward to having an entirely other podcast on that one that would be great <laughs> um let's let's all have to uh, let me catch up 
let's all if you haven't watched Legion, watch it, and if you already have, let's rewatch Legion and and have a conversation. And it's worth have it. Have a conversation. Per- Perfect Paul might show up for that one. He's uh, I think he's on season two. He's like closing I think in on so. season two. Mm-hmm. So we'll yeah. We'll I, get him. I got halfway through the first season and then turned my cable off, so I didn't get to watch it. Now I know it's on Hulu. I'll oh, yeah. jump on oh, it. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's good stuff. Um, so uh, best depiction of you know superpowers uh, is definitely going to be Mister Fantastic. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. That was. It's always terrible. Fantastic Four is the worst. It's the worst. Um, Come on, they've tried it four times. Uh, Three times with a fourth one coming out. I don't remember. Yeah, something like that. Um, I think it's three. Yeah. I have a little bit more faith in Kevin Feige for handling it, but the bar is really low. It is really low. Um, yeah. So I just uh, don't care about the Fantastic Four. No, nobody should. Nope. Nobody should. So. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. They're, they're, if Without the Fantastic Four, we don't have a lot of other things as far as comic-wise. Yeah, they're, they're um, the first family, so yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Would, we would not have a lot of comics. So historically speaking in comic books, yes, but the way that they've been handled in live action, ugh, and I just don't know how some of that stuff's going to translate over, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah. So for me, um, superpowers that were portrayed very well, okay, uh... I'm going to, it's not as earth shattering on this account. Um, but honestly, Wolverine, the way that they, the way Hugh Jackman's healing abilities were, I thought were amazing. Um, which to me culminated in Logan, basically when he's taking like mini gun shots and all this other stuff and, and he's, you know, he's getting torn to pieces, um, when he's able to heal. Right. Cause he, in that mm-hmm. mo- in that movie, there are times he can heal because of reasons, uh, if you haven't seen it, you probably should watch the movie um, just because. Uh, and then also in that same movie was uh, Xavier's power. Um, we're talking about like mental abilities when he's basically having that seizure and how. And, and I mean, I'm going to talk about this scene. So spoilers on this one. So basically Xavier is having some kind of seizure, which uh, he loses total control of his powers. And it's, they're in a hotel. So everybody's frozen. They can't move. And, and it seems like they're in intense pain. Uh, Logan is one of the only ones that can kind of suffer through it and actually move. And just watching him hack and slash his way very slowly through um, the Reavers was kind of awesome, in my opinion. And it, to me, that's like pure Wolverine right there is the ability to just grin and bear it, even though, you know, it's probably the most awful thing you've ever had to experience ever even though we don't get to experience it because we're not in the movie yep. um but well, but my first but my but i would that aside i agree 100 percent with abby that actually to me is the best rendition of powers was legion so but i had to have a little something extra on top of that powers especially powers it's one thing to show like wolverine who has these adamantium claws that pop out of his skin that's yeah. very like physical and visual mm-hmm. but the mental stuff where like i said it, it'd be two people standing in a room heck depending on how powerful you are you don't probably don't even need to be in the same location yeah and well, it may just look like you're meditating it might it might just look like you're, you're having like you have this, xavier with his two fingers on his head just yeah looking at you yeah yeah um 
can we give an honorable mention to yeah. uh, uh, the first Deadpool movie? Yes. The tiny hand. Yeah. <laughs> Which then Baby they brought legs. into the, the second one, but I thought yeah. the, the tiny hand was, yeah, pretty. That's pretty, pretty funny. Freaking funny of the well, and, and you know what? Generating powers. Deadpool 2, a character that, you know, in, in the comics, Domino. They, oh, yeah. In yeah. my opinion, they were able to really portray her power in a way that you're like, okay, that's even, that's what it is. Even when yeah. they have the interview, her power is luck. And they ask her, what's your ability? And she's like, luck. And it's like, what the hell kind of power is that? And then they, and then and then they display it. <laughs> then they display it and everything is going to shit and everything turns up aces for her. Yeah, it's awesome. So. Kind of makes you want to watch that movie again. Hmm. That's a good one. Awesome. So yeah, I, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the juggernaut in it. Well, that's that's because he was not invincible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which is I fine. haven't liked the way they've just they've done juggernaut at all on any How of he's, the he's just a dumb brute all the time. Yeah. When in actuality yep. he's and, a way more calculating than that. Well, not to mention the fact it's just because he's he's invincible. No, he has a crystal in his body that makes him that way. And the only reason he wears the helmet is because his only weakness is mental attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So yeah. so moving on a little bit, we're going to talk about actual superpowers. Everybody's got something, okay? Like, it, you might not be the best at it, right? But everybody, ha- in my opinion, has some kind of ability, big or small, that is probably above average, right? Um, and I'm not talking about the size of your... Um, that being said, say, this is a family podcast, <laughs> but so, so what are your superpowers? Like, what is something that you believe that, and we can be a little arrogant about this, right? But something that you believe is, uh, uh beyond normal, right? And we all have it. So I'm going to put you on the spot there, Radis. You've got this. I know you got something. Uh, Probably the two things I would say is one I can get along with just about anybody. Yeah, well, it's that, and then stress. So it just just rolls off me. Like, yeah, I get stressed, but it doesn't take the same toll. Like, even in most stressful situations at work or whatever, just it's whatever. It almost comes off as apathy, but it just keeps me as a pretty level ninety nine percent of the time. Even keel. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, very even keel. Um, I've had several people tell me that works. Like, you can't ever tell if you're mad or stressed or this because you're just always the same way. Are you sure it's not apathy? (laughs) (laughs) It could be. It could be. I'm I'm going to note, though, that um, I can read right through that all the time. But I think that's because our super ability together is is like empathy in such a way that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there are certain people that, that know that stress does get to me. It's just I don't let it permeate out. Yeah. So so, so um, I'm writing these down, and we'll, we will classify them afterwards because that'll be fun. So, Bewitched, what's your superpower? Common sense. Um, actually, no. I don't. <laughs> really? Let's talk about you don't that. Have a, you don't have a lot of people who have common sense any day. But, no, um, so I... I I'm going to kind of go on to like my work experience. That's okay. And I feel like I have a very analytical mind. Um, I can, like, if I have a problem in front of me, I'm very good at trying to figure out 
just what caused that problem and then step my way through on how to fix it. The very analytical, analytical very step-by-step -step So process. critical thinking. Critical thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Good one. I like that. Yeah, and, and I will attest to that, having worked with you. Um, uh, Bewitched was one of my, well, I won't say one of my, if there was a go-to on a, on a question, that would be Bewitched every time. So, all right. That makes me feel very good because I, I like doing my job well. Yeah, and you do. Uh, well, so, Abby, what's your superpower? Oh, goodness. Um, you can I cook, like, awesome. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> I feel like cooking is a skill, not an ability. Well, you know. I don't know. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. And this is going to get really me in so much that. trouble. Wow. This will get me in so much trouble, but it's okay. My wife never listens to this. There are some things that she makes very well, right? But they all have very specific recipes. It is more about chemistry than it is about, like, actual ability right like yeah you could, anybody should be able to do it but my wife can't she can't no can't. she's not great at it she makes again she makes some awesome dishes but mm -hmm. it's all very calculated and yeah so what you're saying is you brought home a slab of meat and a ton of different herbs and spices and a potato and said here make something probably not gonna happen it's probably not gonna be good <laughs> So I'm trying to think the last time I've cooked for you. It, but it's the, over 20 years ago. Well, yeah. I don't know about that. Probably 20, probably 15 years ago. Probably. And then, yeah, it makes me think of uh, another friend of mine. Um, like when she comes over and spends the weekend, she goes home and her boyfriend's like, what did Abby cook for you? Yeah. <laughs> He's asking about the food. How was the food? Not how the interactions were. <laughs> like, did you guys have fun? It's like, oh, what did she make for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> so so besides besides, so besides your ability to cook cooking, <laughs> uh, besides cooking because yeah i tend to i can pretty much whip up something tasty with maybe not a lot of ingredients which was very handy at like a year ago at the beginning of the pandemic <laughs> yeah when, stuff, when it was some certain things were getting kind of hard to come by you, you were um, doing some iron chef stuff there right <laughs> yes yes um but the one that kind of sticks out and I, I just, I had it happen, I've known I've had it, but I had it happen just recently, is, I don't know if you would say, like, animal empathy, but spe specifically for reptiles, mm -hmm. and a month ago, I had to go on a, like, a business trip, and I was out in the Phoenix, Arizona area, and there is a large reptile sanctuary in the Phoenix, Scottsdale area. And it's the Phoenix Herptological Sanctuary. And um, so I went up there for a private tour, which was really awesome. They have something like 1,500 reptiles up there. At least 600 of them are sulcata tortoises. And so that was actually one of the interactions I had was I got to feed some tortoises. And so we took, you know, we had all kinds of different uh, veggies and um, fruits and stuff and went into one of the tortoise pens and there was one large tortoise and I kept trying to feed her and the volunteer was like yeah she really doesn't eat for strangers and it's like she kind of came out of 
like a neglectful situation so she seems very like untrustworthy with humans so just after like a few minutes of just kind of being there and feeding the other tortoises and just kind of talking to her she started uh i gave her a zucchini and she started eating from my hand and the volunteers like i haven't seen her eat from like a stranger in like ever <laughs> so there was that and then um later in the tour we went to the one room where they housed a bunch of non-venomous reptiles they also they had a really cool venomous room which is a side side story couldn't handle any venomous reptiles but um that's probably pretty smart it was very cool seeing like a black mamba up close a gaboon viper up close like i mean just a piece of glass separating you um but we went to the non-venomous room, so they were like, you can you can handle some more of, of the certain ones, you know, just depending on their temperament or their situation. But uh, one of the workers there, he took out a snake, and he's like, oh, here, this is Arnold. Arnold was a uh, rat snake, corn snake hybrid. Handed me Arnold. Arnold is my new best friend. Arnold hung out with me on my shoulder. Like, Arnold just hung on to me for 45 minutes. They were, like, they said Arnold's really good. He's one of their ambassador animals they bring to, like, schools and stuff. But they were just surprised that he just, he would slither around, like, my shoulders and my arm, but he would just hang on to me. And they're like, dang, he hasn't even tried to, like, leave you yet. So I felt really sad when I had to put Arnold away. I had to put him back in his enclosure. I really wanted to take him home with me, but <laughs> I didn't think the hotel would appreciate that or United <laughs> Airlines when I say this is my emotional support snake. Hey. <laughs> so there, I, um, I just saw I just saw a skit with um I think it might have been a Saturday night live sketch or something, uh, where it had um uh, Chris Pratt as his character from uh, Jurassic World. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he's like he was trying my to bring emotional. blue yeah. <laughs> onto oh, the plane. That's, yes, it's, see that. the rap. it's my emotional yeah. support raptor. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've kinda had uh have had the touch, you know, I have pet reptiles, but I've kinda had the touch with reptiles. You mm. know, just they seem to You've got the touch. Oh boy. I, yeah. You've got the yeah, power. Gonna, <laughs> yeah. Throw in some Transformers the movie. <laughs> we'll do that podcast later. Here, oh, so nope. I'm just I'm just glad someone other than Matt got it. Yes. <laughs> cool. My so, my brother sometimes will put on the. I was like, "Are you listening to the Transformers the movie soundtrack?" And he's like, "Yeah." As you should. Everybody should. Um, that's great. So, so for me, I I I've got it narrowed down to two. I have so many. Right. Uh, modesty is not or modesty. I am modest. Anyways, uh, my first one. I can tell by the way he I mean, tells yeah. us that he's modest. I'm modest. <laughs> I'm so modest. I'm so modest. First um, of all. Well, no. Um, Very humble, too. I, I have two of them. And so I'll go with the, the physical one first. So I, I mean, I, so, okay. So I am not like a gym person lifting weights, doing all that stuff. Um, I have but not like any, not like trying to get stronger and that kind of thing. Uh, but I, I have a, I don't want to say it's an, an unusual ability per se, but I'm, I can do feats of strength that I probably shouldn't be able to do unless I was trained to do it. 
Now, I will also say that uh, I usually hurt myself, <laughs> you know, in my old age, right? As I get older, I hurt myself doing things now. But um, I'll, I'll use an example. Um, so we had a drafting, we had a drafting table um, at one of my apartments. And um, I can't, I, I can't remember where we brought it, but I was, I, I needed to move it and I couldn't get anybody to help me move this thing. Um, this dra- this drafting table was 450 pounds and I didn't know this at the time, uh, but I just, I just manhandled that thing into the back of my dad's truck. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I felt it. It wasn't like, Oh, this is easy, but I literally just like, just like hulked it in there and then I got yelled at by my uncle who was like, dude, like that's a 450 pound desk. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. I just did it, you know. And now, now for the listeners, I didn't just pick it up. Okay, it was I was crafty with it and probably used physics uh, to make it less heavy. But I mean, it was just ridiculous. Uh, that and whenever I move, uh, like if, every time I've moved, my wife is just looking at me like, "How are you moving that thing?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'll just do it." Got a strong back, I guess. I don't know. Um, but that 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 one is fading because I'm getting older. And I hurt myself every time I do. I try to do something now, um, but on on the on another note or another ability, I kind of can in stressful kind of like Radis was talking about in stressful stressful situations, right, um, or emergency situations, or um, you know, in 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 moments of terror, um, like things that like I have my phobias, right? Like there are things that I'm scared of. I can kind of shut it off and just do what I need to do. Um, there's been several instances um, I'll use uh, and, and, you know, uh, I'll, I'll use this, a, a small story and then, and then a, a more in-depth one. Uh, and Radis was here for this one when we were driving home from Kenosha and there was that funnel cloud coming down. Now, I wasn't actually particularly afraid, but I looked at it. I kind of assessed the situation and realized we were going to be okay and just decided to say nothing. Uh, that I say Radis, Radis was there because I kind of looked over at Radis. He looked at me, and we kind of came to the same conclusion. Um, Marty, on the other hand, saw it and goes, it's not a photo cloud, which freaked my wife out. And we were like, oh, no, it's yeah, no, it, it, it's fine. fine. We're fine. We're fine. Yep. Um, but I, find that green swirly cloud in the sky. Yeah, it's fine. Pretty much. Yeah. But, but there was another time uh, – a similar situation, but way more dire. Um, I was driving up to the lake cottage and I had a canoe strapped to the top of my 82 Mercury marquee. And on the way up there, there was uh, a very uh, definitive green cloud formation coming directly my way. And I just kind of kept driving because there wasn't like a a warning per se, because it was a little different back then how they gauged things. Uh, but then I saw a very giant swirling funnel cloud coming down directly over the highway. And I looked at it. And again, I kind of just calculated what was happening, realizing that if I were to stop the car and, you know, do what do what they tell you to do, right, that this thing was probably going to come down and right on top of us, right, or could come down right on top of us. So it kind of wouldn't matter. Like we were whatever so instead i decided to 
increase my speed a little bit and drive directly under it and get on the other side because I knew what direction it was going. I know people, if they hear that when they hear this story, like, you know, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, blah, 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 doesn't matter. I literally removed all the fear from the, from my mind on that one and just focused on the goal, which was get to the other side. Um, so yeah, that, I would say that's my, that's my probably actual, you know, superpower putting that in quotes is that I can kind of partition my mind and like, just get things done that need to get done and not have it really affect me. Um, I've seen a couple of decapitations in my life live. Um, and again, you know, situations, it wasn't like, you know, it, it was like both motorcycle accidents. And it was one of those things where it's like, okay, like that just happened and it's disturbing, but you know, I kind of have to just, you know, shut that off and not freak out and do what has to be done. So fun times. And everybody's quiet. So let's categorize. You told us you saw a couple of decapitations. Yeah, they were both yeah. they were both uh, motorcycle accidents. Really bizarre, and they just happened to happen like like right by me. It's weird. We could talk about it on on another day. What actually happened with them? So here's what here's what we have for powers that I well I wrote it down. So correct me if I'm wrong. So Radis uh, has the ability to let stress uh, roll off his back like, or roll off his roll off like water on a duck's back. And he has the ability to get along with just about everybody. Um, I would categorize both of those as mental powers. Oh, yeah, I would Any agree. disagreements? No. Silence. So so Ray has powers of the mind. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Okay at least some form of mental control even if it is just over my own which a lot of people don't have yeah so and then bewitched has an analytical mind and critical thinking skills so again mental powers so you have yeah. you, you have powers I'm of mental. the mind i get it. you're mental <laughs> <laughs> and abby has the ability to make awesome food and reptile empathy. So she is dual powered because she has agility. Because when you're preparing food, you have to have agility, right? You got to use knives and different things. I'm stretching. Um, That's a real big, <laughs> big stretch there. Yeah. I'm stretching. But again, you have powers of the mind. We are a, a very mind-oriented group. And then I have super strength and uh, the ability to partition my mind. So... This is a very mental group here. Let's go change the world or destroy it. It's still changing it. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm all for changing the world one way or another. One way or another. <laughs> Whether it's keeping like it as my a, options open. <laughs> but by change the world, do you mean keep it in the solid state or are we going to turn it into a gas? I don't know. What are we... What are we doing? How are we changing? Is the it world? Tuesday or is it Wednesday? Yeah, and, and again, with with uh, the powers that that Radis would like to have, uh, yeah, that's how it works. Because he yeah. just go back yeah, in time and say, much. "Hey, don't do that." Hey, hey, see, past I'm Ray, don't do that. Was on the wrong power. I just think Radis wants to be a Sith. I, I, you know, I think he would if if he could. I, he, yeah, I, I do not disagree with either <laughs> one of those statements. It's a little disturbing, like how evil you would be. See. 
I think there like, are. Being a Sith Lord you know, isn't about being only a Sith evil. deals in absolute. It's about being passionate. It's uh, no, no, I I would I will even give you. It is a very selfish path. It's a very it's, it's about passion, evil. like the passion to just choke the life out of random people. <laughs> that person probably deserved it. Uh huh. That's what all Sith Lords say as they choke their pregnant wife. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah. first off, don't judge us by our weakest link. <laughs> you wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. That's Darth Vader. That's no, Darth that's Anakin Skywalker. No, 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 no. He was Darth Vader at that yes, point. Yes, yes. Nope, he he is still he Anakin because she calls was, him Annie. He was. He does say that Darth I mean, Vader. I would of course choke the crap out of him too. <laughs> Annie, true. I, I would hope someone also would force choke me if I n married someone like Natalie Portman's horrible, horrible acting in that whole series. So, so basically, Radis wants I'm to a use personality person. Radis wants to use uh, the the force abilities to choke himself. In, you know, and there's that's kind of a weird thing. No, I think he's I, got some weird. Uh, yeah, that that things. never that statement never came out from over here. You are I think that projecting happened. over there, buddy. No, I'm, you're the one who said it. You wanted to be you if you choke yourself. No, you know, people people died of that guy from Kung Fu. Yes, they have. <laughs> the guy from yeah. Kung Fu, David Carradine, yeah. the saintly singer of NXI. Yeah, you know. Uh oh. Bewitched has a very concerned look. Bewitched is confused. <laughs> okay, so let me explain. No, my, it's called autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> you can pull wow. it up on Wikipedia. Don't, don't look it up. Yeah, don't. <laughs> do not Google that. I, I, my face, the look on my face had nothing to do with the conversation and everything to do with my internet cutting out and you guys sounding really, really weird. <laughs> I think that, that was Raiders using, that was using his Sith powers. Yeah, and now you're all frozen. <laughs> and uh, and Raiders mm. is blurry. Yeah, but I went blurry like 10 minutes ago, and I don't know why. I think it's because so. the, the, the dark side is rising within him as we speak. I could only hope. So. Sure he even pixelated the entire totally evening, cut so. down 30 children. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, Raiders just vanished. Uh-oh. So... So as we as no, we I reset my camera. So as we so. get ready to close, um, close this guy out, and then probably talk another seventeen hours Three afterwards. Hours. Yeah, and then I'm gonna try to edit this in like a day, and it'll be great. So powers, I will say this: uh, everybody I've ever met that I've gotten to know well has some ability. Again, that's you know above the norm. It could be something as simple as having drive right like i i have a goal i'm going to achieve this goal or you could be somebody like perfect paul who whatever he's actually you know what? my power is perfect paul whatever he sets his mind to he just becomes the best at we'll talk about that another day everybody's got like an ability um that they can that they're just a little bit better or a lot better than somebody else so uh find out what yours is and refine it and take over the world so um, anybody want to give any plugs for anything they're doing? TeslaCon, possibly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's your opportunity. You want to hear about TeslaCon? Hey, yeah. everybody! Your, your opportunity, your, your opportunity to advertise. Yeah, if uh, if you're into steampunk, whether you're steampunk or just kind of interested in checking it out in uh, the Madison, Wisconsin area, uh, this November is TeslaCon. 
Um, this will be our 11th year. So I believe we're one of the oldest and longest running conventions in the United States. So tickets are on sale now. Uh, the website is teslacon, T-E-S-L-A-C-O-N.com. I believe tickets are $65, and that's for the entire weekend. Awesome. Um, check uh, it out. Quick question. Yeah, is this just a steampunk, or is this the Altered History Steampunk uh, convention? Um, you know or what? is it kind of a little bit of both? I would say a little bit of both. Um, okay. Nothing. Just for the listeners out there. I would say nothing. Pardon me. It's like I, I, maybe I shouldn't say nothing's off. Um, but you get people that will do very, very Victorian um, outfits and stuff. And you will get people that just, I guess, do all kinds of, of things. I'm trying to think if maybe the for a show. Okay. Um, a popular thing in steampunk is to take somebody like, um, like Batman and do a steampunk right. version. A friend of mine, uh, a couple years ago, he has since retired his outfit, but he had a steampunk Iron Man. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, nice. Outfit. Nice that he did so um there's a lot of people taking uh, a friend of mine kind of did steampunk um alucard from the van helsing anime oh awesome so okay. yeah a lot of people take maybe something that they're interested in whether it be a particular character or genre and kind of give it a steampunk twist so um just in general the fandom is usually very open and accepting it's very diy you know, I hear people say, they're like, oh, I don't want to come because I don't have a costume. Or, And, I mean, you don't need a costume to come, even if you just come to get, you know, ideas and, 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 and see others. And that's probably, that's what I would probably do because I don't have anything for that. But it, it does interest me because that, I mean, and I haven't been to a convention of anything in quite some time. So, yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Um, so we'll see with... Uh, pandemic stuff but you know we are taking precautions in terms of encouraging people to wear masks and extra sanitation steps so um cool but i know this is Did probably you say one of the conventions what were the dates november what uh, it's going to be november 4th through the 8th so it's going to go over the first weekend in november in madison wisconsin awesome so, thank you thank you for letting us know about that so be so yeah. bewitched do you have any uh plugs anything you'd like to talk about any stores or podcasts or anything else not really no i don't all right radis it's your turn do it yep all right so we are the game files podcast uh we're we are out there on the social media it's been a little slow over the last month just to do to work obligations on my part and matthew's part but you can find the facebook group at the game files podcast we are a public group um today is officially the last day of the private group so for any listeners out there that you have not transitioned to the public group please send me or matthew a message or check because the invite link did go out um you can find us on twitter and instagram at the game files pc not pd as as last night um again both of those are just kind of been a little slow lately uh more of the twitter account is where we try to do more activity than the instagram right now um, and then we are the game files podcast at gmail.com is our email. Uh, feel free to reach out to us there with any questions, suggestions. Um, just, if you just want to say, Hey, I love the podcast and out there, um, with to the email or to the uh, Facebook group. Awesome. 
And I will plug uh, my normal stuff. So we've got Top Cut uh, Comics in Love's Park. Uh, check them out. Uh, great store, great service. A lot of a uh, lot of different things that you can just look at, and uh, you know, uh, maybe buy something that you never even thought about. Um, then we also have Cataclysm Games in Machesney Park. Uh, they are the big. They, I believe it's the biggest distributor in Illinois of Warhammer. If I'm not mistaken, but they Good. also have yeah. they also have uh, board games, uh, role playing materials, um, other things. Very friendly. Uh, love going to their store. Um, very affordable. So definitely check them out. Uh, we also have Raven Johnson's podcast at Retro Retro Retro. Uh, they talk about retro topics. Check them out. And then also uh, Saturday Night Live Freak Show. That is a podcast where every Saturday they. Uh, review a movie, um, usually something that's been out for a little while. Um, I want to say there's going to tackle some Nightmare on Elm Street, if I saw correctly. So uh, I definitely look forward to listening to them talk about that. And uh, I'd like to thank our guests. Uh, we'll start with Abby. Thank you for being on. She gave the peace sign. Uh, <laughs> Bewitch, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. And, of course, the ever-present Radis. Yep, thank you. As always, love being here. All right, and uh, everybody, y'all take care. Peace. My name is Coach Boomer. You may know me as Sonic Boom. You may not. Here's how power placement is going to work. You will step up here and show me your power. And yes, you will do so in front of the entire class. I will then determine where you will be assigned. Hero or sidekick. Now... Every year there are a few students, or as I like to call them, whiner babies, who see fit to question and to complain about their placement. So let's get one thing straight. My word is law. My judgment is final. So there will be no whiner babies. Are we clear? I said, are we clear? Fantastic Four, Reed Richards. Can his whole body stretch? I mean, every part, you know, like his... I, I know what you mean. We never really tackled stuff like that in the old days. I mean, what with the comic book code and all. The thing, is this dork made of orange rock like the rest of his body? <laughs> it's a superhero secret. <laughs>